Thank you for tuning in to the Blue Line Millennial Podcast. My name is Kevin, and I'll be your host. Good Saturday morning to everybody out there. A couple quick things. I have a limited amount of time because I am supposed to be working today. So housekeeping items. Moved everything into the home studio. You may get a little bit of an echo because there's literally no furniture in here beyond my computer desk, which at this point is a fancy microphone stand. Bear with me. I'm working on it. Went to go buy an interview table yesterday, and it's not going to be back in stock until October at this particular furniture store. So going to work on fixing that. Today's podcast brought to you by Stay Ready Training and the Stay Ready Training team. Stay Ready Training, or SRT, is a, a pet project from a buddy of mine, Chris. Uh, he's really got a passion for training, uh, specifically in, in uh, like defensive tactics. So I was talking to a, an officer that I work with, said, you know, man, with everything that's been going on, You've been around the block a few times. What do you think? And he goes, sometimes people just need to remember that you can punch somebody in the face. People listening to this that aren't police officers, you're probably really not going to like that. But hear me out. Part of what Stay Ready Training wants to do is give officers additional skill sets to confidently handle situations before they escalate out of control to the point where deadly force becomes necessary. So many of the videos that I see, it's a failure in training. You get your... I don't know, your, your five months worth of defensive tactics training at the academy, and then you never ever touch a mat room ever again, except for the once a year you have to show proficiency in handcuffing somebody as if you don't do that every week. Uh, Stay Ready Training, they're up on GoFundMe, gofundme.com, search Stay Ready Training Startup, and go help out Bob and Chris raise their goal. They're working on getting their own building. They want a mat room. They want to be able to teach uh, police officers as well as citizens uh, self-defense training. They're going to hold it for the general public um, along with other programs to interact with their community. And they're all about open lines of communication so that law enforcement and their communities can work together. Uh, the, the number one priority for their their adventure, their endeavor, uh, is to make the community safer for everyone, including law enforcement officers. The fact of the matter is, People are still going to try and fight you, cops of the United States. Uh, the people that are listening to this that aren't cops, guess what? People are still going to try and fight me. Uh, and, and it may not be for something that you deem, quote-unquote, stupid. Um, somebody's maybe going to fight me if they've got weed in their pocket. I really don't care about the weed in their pocket, but they don't know that. We're not going to get into criminal justice reform today. Um, this episode's going to be all about mindset. But just to finish up my thoughts... Uh, People are always going to want to fight us. It, it may not be who you necessarily think it is. Uh, it, it may come from the, the least expected person that you encounter. You need to be able to confidently handle that situation instead of getting chucked across the parking lot like a rag doll uh, or thrown down a flight of stairs, whatever the case may be. When it comes time for the rubber to meet the road, you need to be able to defend yourself with the two hands that God gave you, right? Uh, that way you don't have to go forward in relying on thing like things like a handgun or a taser, those items that can be quite easily taken away from you, uh, which we've seen in, in videos very recently. Uh, you got to know how to, how to go to ground with somebody. Too many cops are foregoing self-defense and defensive tactics training. That's just plain and simple. That's all I got on that. Stay ready training, go fund me, check them out, help them raise that goal, guys. Today's short episode, Mindset. Mindset isn't something that's limited to law enforcement. So what do I mean when I say mindset? Mindset, I'm not going to pull the dictionary definition of it, is uh, your state of, of readiness. Uh, it's, it's what goes on up in your noggin up there that tells you, okay, hey, this situation's going to go bad. Hey, this situation, 
all right, I think I'm okay right now. Um, you, if you learn anything, those of you who, who are or are not in law enforcement, it's that mindset is imperative to your day-to-day survival. Uh, all too often, patrolling or otherwise, I see people walking through the parking lot of the grocery store with their faces in their cell phones, and they're not paying attention to the world around them. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that somebody's going to run up to them, put a gun in their face, demand their wallet. It doesn't necessarily mean that aliens are going to come down from on high and take them up and probe them. Um, but it may mean that the person who's texting and driving doesn't see you. You don't see them because you're just facing your phone on Instagram or Facebook or texting or whatever. And you're just walking through the parking lot and then done. You're, you're squished. You're a hood ornament. Uh, we don't want that to happen. How you prepare yourself to go out and about in the world is vitally important to your continued survival. So when I come in and talk about mindset in terms of law enforcement, here's what I want you to do. If, if you're becoming a police officer, if you're not yet a cop, or maybe you are a new cop, and, and you'll remember probably hearing this from the academy, uh, if you're a, an academy instructor and this isn't being talked about, here's this little nugget of wisdom that was given to me, is as you're driving around and you're patrolling through your neighborhoods, you're patrolling through your grocery store areas, whatever the case may be, just start coming up with scenarios. Okay, so you're at a stoplight. Okay, what happens if the uh, the, the passenger door of that SUV uh, in front of me and to my left opens and the dude gets out with a gun and starts shooting at me, right? Ambush scenario. What am I going to do? Um, are you leaving yourself an out? With, honestly, some of this will require a video so that we can go around and, and kind of demonstrate what we mean. Um, are you giving yourself an area that, uh, okay, are you, are you going to... Uh, counter the ambush with, by, and, and shoot back? Or are you going to, uh, you know, push the little skinny pedal on the right and just go plowing across the sidewalk to get yourself out of the kill zone? Uh, it, and it doesn't necessarily have to be something violent. Uh, I, I, patro- I patrolled the same area now for going on uh, two years. And one of the things I always put as a scenario for me, put out there as a scenario, is one of the big box stores, um, shall remain nameless, but it rhymes with Schmallmart. Um, they get their, their share of theft. Fun fact, wherever a Walmart gets put in, the crime rate in that area goes up. That's a true fact. You can look that up. So, okay. I'd always thought, well, if somebody runs from the Walmart after they've stolen something, if they take me on a foot pursuit, how am I going to handle that situation? So I started game planning through my head. Okay. Uh, if this, then this, if this, then this, and then wouldn't, you know it, ladies and gentlemen, somebody ran for me from that Walmart and I was able to at least navigate um, my own path through the parking lot. I knew that they were headed across the parking lot, uh, and it was like a quarter mile. Uh, this is a fairly large shopping center. And I was able to get on the radio and and get out the information that I needed because I had planned that scenario through my mind. Uh, in terms of those of you not in law enforcement, well, do you live in a disaster-prone area. Okay, if I'm at work and the tornado sirens start going off, how am I best going to get home? Am I going to get home? Am I going to shelter in place here at work? Uh, you live in an earthquake country. Uh, okay, if the big one comes, well, what do I do? I caught my set, well, rather, I was caught off guard uh, when everybody started panic buying for COVID, uh, you know, hashtag COVID-19 and all the toilet paper. I didn't have enough baby formula. I've got a seven month old who, well, at the time he was what, four months old. Um, I started to worry. We didn't have uh, a food supply and I've always preached about preparedness even before it was cool that, 
okay, I need these things. Where do I store them? How do I get them? And when do I use them? And I didn't listen to myself. So when it comes to uh, mindset, I just want you, those of you that are listening, as you're out and about today, take a minute and think to yourself, we, perfect example, civil unrest is currently happening, right? Those of us who have been preaching about preparedness, we've always talked about civil unrest this and civil unrest that, and that's why you need 30-round magazines and a month's worth of food and a month's worth of water and first aid supplies and yada, yada, and you need a, you need a first aid kit in your truck along with a, a Abrams main battle tank sitting in your garage, and damn it all to hell, I need 44,000 uh, square feet of solar panels for my bunker complex uh, in New Mexico, Civil unrest is currently happening. So if you're out driving through your city today, and maybe it's not a peaceful protest, maybe it truly is a riot. It is truly people throwing Molotov cocktails and bricks and cinder blocks and and stabbing people with rebar. It is complete anarchy and chaos. How are you going to react to that? Your homework for today is to look up Colonel Cooper's color codes. Uh, You've got white, yellow, red, and black. So white is you're at home, you're asleep, nothing's happening. There's nothing to cause you to be suspicious. There's nothing to cause you to go, oh, wait, what was that? Um, Yellow, yellow is how uh, I would describe a law enforcement officer should be while they are on patrol, your 10, 12-hour shifts, or 8 to 12-hour shifts, depending on where you work. Uh, You should be in the yellow. You need to be scanning, right? Head up, eyes and ears open, mouth shut unless you need to talk on the radio and you need to be just out looking around. Um, and I'm not talking about finding things to be proactive with. I'm not talking about, um, you know, stopping the the bike with no bike light. That is a law in the state of Arizona. Fourth wall break. If you, the listener ride a bicycle and you live in the state of Arizona and it's dark outside, you can actually be stopped for a traffic violation. If you don't have a bike light, there's your public service announcement for the day. But what I am talking about is just being aware of what's going on. It's happening where people are trying to uh, uh, goad law enforcement officers. People are trying to uh, egg law enforcement officers into traffic stops. And uh, I mean, shoot, what, yesterday, two days ago, somebody called in a shooting. Well, it was BS, and they ambushed the cops when they arrived. That's not beyond the realm of possibility anymore. What was once a bad dream or the worst day that you can think of is now just a Tuesday. There's, that's a whole other conversation in and of itself. When you're out driving around, uh, even if you're not a cop, everybody, when you're out driving around, need to be in the yellow. You need to be out watching people still text and drive. People still drink and drive. Um, there are people out there driving a car who have no business being behind the wheel. There are people out there who decide to not pay attention when they're crossing the street and you're the one driving the car. You don't want to hit that person. You need to be aware of what's going on outside your windshield. If you're out just doing a foot patrol, maybe you're just out walking your dog or your kid around the park, be aware of what's taking place. If somebody comes out of that door intent on harming me, which direction do I go? That is mindset. With all the civil unrest that's going on today, it doesn't... It, I'm telling you right now, you need to be in the yellow when you're outside. Um, the red is action is currently taking place. I am in a gunfight. I am in a fist fight. I am running after uh, a, an assault suspect. Uh, somebody is attacking me. That is the red. And then you have the black. 
and the black is a complete shutdown of everything. You don't function. You freeze, right? That That's that shell shock that uh, they started to learn about in World War II and Vietnam. And, and in World War I, it was just a sign of a coward. Um, that Well, that goes more into the exhaustion uh, of just constant combat. But that shell shock that I was not expecting this, I'm driving down the street and be bopping to T-Swift, and then somebody all of a sudden gets out of their car and starts shooting me through the window, and, uh, well, sh- damn, now I'm dead. Or I can't move, I can't function. That is what we call being in the black. Um, you, you cease to be able to operate, and you just lock up, and you don't know what to do. Your brain cannot process what is occurring. And that's what happens when you go from... When you, when you live in the white all the time. So, like I said, this is going to be a short episode. I've talked a little bit faster than usual. I'm trying to get to the gym before work. Um, that's part of my training. I am not God's gift to physical fitness, not by any stretch of the imagination. I am a circle. Um, but I want to be healthy. I want to be able to come home every day. And if a situation arises where my options are either get into a fist fight or shoot somebody, I'd like to be able to think that I might be able to win this fist fight. Are you going to be able to win every fight? No. But you are never out of the fight. That is mindset. So, Blue Line Millennial with Stay Ready Training. Thank you for tuning in. Stay safe, and we'll see you on the road.